Hello, hello, hello. We are going to uh, get started with a new podcast called The American Truth. And one of the things that we have as a goal in this series of podcasts is to educate the common man on the things that we should know anyway. One of the problems that we have in this country is being misled by the powerful, the elite, and the lawyers, the bankers, in order for them to get rich and to use our labor to do so. And the, the way that they get around, the, the way they get by with all this and the, the way they accomplish what they're doing is through our absolute and complete ignorance about how the law works, how the Constitution works, and how our government works. And so in this American Truth series of podcasts, we're going to attempt to eliminate that error and put ourselves back where we're supposed to be, which is being sovereign people of each state. And so there's a lot of claims out there. There's a lot of things being said. There's a lot of people that are running around doing some pretty stupid stuff in the name of this movement, in the name of education. The sad truth is that even the people that claim to be sovereign citizens, which I don't really uh, claim that title, um, you do have sovereignty. Uh, you are a sovereign, but you to say you're a sovereign citizen is a little bit moronic. But the, the sovereign citizen movement has actually gotten a lot of publication, a lot of uh, publicity uh, as a terrorist organization, which is quite uh, a big claim given the position of our government. Um, but they have listed this group as uh, a terrorist organization, and they've done so because a few of the members, you know, we're talking five, five or ten, have actually shot police officers or done, you know, some truly heinous things. Uh, in order to prove their their position as a sovereign, they they think that they're completely above the law, uh, which is just not the case. But we are above more laws than you think, and so in this series of of podcasts, we're going to get into this and we're going to lay out the truth of America as far as we can determine and the things that are claimed. Uh, that we can't find any proof of. We're going to list those and continue to do research until we can either disprove or prove them. Um, but we're going to try to educate everyone on what is really going on because this, this is going to be an eye-wakening experience. So we hope that everybody uh, enjoys the ride, and I can assure you that as you proceed, uh, you will have a completely different a viewpoint as far as what your position is uh, in respect to the government. So the first topic that we're going to start with today is going to be that of the United States. Is it a corporation or is it the United States of all of our 50 states and its representative of all of that that, that we claim? So here's a couple things that I've done in the past that have, have been interesting, especially when you know what the truth is. Uh, go walk up to any random person and ask them, are you a United States citizen? 100% of them will say yes, and they'll be proud of it. However, if you ask them where the United States is, almost, well, 
100% of them, in my experience, will all say the 50 states. They'll all claim that the United States, the term the United States, is actually representative of all 50 states, the several states of our union. The truth is, is the United States is actually a corporation, and it is located in the District of Columbia, which is part of, used to be part of Maryland. It actually isn't fair to say that the District of Columbia is in any state. It's not in Virginia. It's not in Maryland. It actually is a state of its own. It's just, it doesn't have voting power, but uh, it is a state in the union. And it was formed in order to give the federal government a place to reside and as we go through this series of videos, we're going to get more into depth as far as why we have a constitution and what its purpose is and where we fit into the, into the pie. But right now we're going to stick to the United States and whether or not it's a corporation. And we're going to prove this by the end of this video. So the first thing we want to take a look at is Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the U.S. Constitution in which it says the Congress shall have the power and then it lists a whole bunch of different clauses and we're looking at clause 17 and it says to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such a district not exceeding 10 miles square as may by session of, a, of particular states and the acceptance of Congress become the seat of the government of the United States. District of Columbia is what we call it now. And to exercise like authority over all places <clears throat> purchased by the consent of the legislature of the state in which the same shall be. For the erection of forts, magazines, arsenals, dockyards, and other needful buildings, and to make laws, all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers. Now, I'm going to take a look here just to kind of explain what it says here about uh, all places purchased. So the United States in throughout time here, have, they have the District of Columbia, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands, Guam, American Samoa, uh, Northern Mariana Islands, Trust Territory of the Pacific Islands, mili all military bases within the 50 states, all federal agencies and buildings, the post office. These are all things that they have purchased over time and that they actually own. And so all of these things are have to respect the laws that are passed by the legislature in the federal government. So it is. this is one of the many things we're going to go through here to, to back up the claim that it is a corporation and that it actually resides in the District of Columbia. So from now on, when you say you're a United States citizen, you need to be cognizant of the fact that you're claiming that you actually are a citizen or a better term by the time we're done here, an employee of the United States company. And so that is how they get legislation or they get, they get jurisdiction over all of us and start making us uh, have to respect laws that to us violate our constitutional rights. And again, we're going to get into the Constitution in, in some other videos or in some other podcasts, but I wanted to, to kind of be clear that that is what gives them power because they have tricked all of us into believing that we are all United States citizens. And so 
the the first thing that or the next thing we want to look at is article 4 section 3 clause 2 it says the congress shall have power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the to the united states and nothing in this constitution shall be so construed as to prejudice any claims of the united states or of any particular state and so this is just another example of, of the fact that in the District of Columbia, inside of this federal uh, government that we have set up to sit on top, or and really it's sitting on the bottom of our hierarchy, um, we have given it particular powers. And one of the powers that we've given it is the ability to regulate its rules and regulations within its 10 square miles. So that is something to keep in mind. Now we're going to come down here um, and we also, th these are some Supreme Court cases that get into a little bit more uh, information about this situation. So this is slaughterhouse cases, uh, United or versus or cases, United States versus uh, Kruenkshank. I, I don't know exactly how you say that, but it's 92 U.S. 542, 1875 in which the Supreme Court ruled um, or stated, we have in our political system of gov a government of the United States and a government of the several states. Each one of these governments is distinct from the others, and each has citizens of its own who owe its allegiance and whose rights within its jurisdiction it must protect. The same person may be at the same time a citizen of the United States and a citizen of, the, of a state, but his rights of citizenship under one of these governments will be different from those he has under the other. We have another case. The United States government is a foreign corporation with respect to a state. So that's, that's another claim. This is further confirmed by the following quote from the Internal Revenue Service itself. Federal jurisdiction includes the District of Columbia, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. It essentially lists the things that we already said. This is Internal Revenue Code Section 312E. In legal terminology, the word includes means is limited to. Now, we're going to get into legal terminology um, in, in one of the podcasts, and it will actually probably be as eye-opening as today's podcast was because there's quite a bit that we should know about the legal system and what kind of games they play with us and in order to make sure that we're not taken advantage of. But in, again, we're going to stick to this for today. For today, um, when referring to this district, United States, the Internal Revenue Code uses the term within the United States. When referring to the 50 states, the Internal Revenue Code uses the term without the United States. So there's lots of different court cases that have gone into this. We'll, we'll go through a couple more. Um, the laws of Congress in respect to those matters do not extend into the territorial limits of the states, but have force only in the District of Columbia and other places that are within the exclusive jurisdiction of the national government. 
So this is the, another uh, Supreme Court or another court case. Uh, here we have, we think a proper examination of this subject will show that the United States never held any municipal sovereignty, jurisdiction, or right of soil in and to the territory. Uh, and this is a, an Alabama case that we're looking at, uh, 44 U.S. at 221. Um, and then here's an, another Reference, because the United States have no constitutional capacity to exercise municipal jurisdiction, sovereignty, or eminent domain within the limits of a state or elsewhere, except in cases which it expressly is, it is expressly granted. Um, so the point here, and, and we won't, you know, we don't have to go through all of the cases because there's probably thousands of them. But over and over again, the Supreme Court and the, the state courts have all upheld the fact that the United States is actually in the District of Columbia and that it can only rule in that district or on any property that it has purchased. And so there are countries or islands that it has purchased. There are state areas that it has purchased for military bases and those types of things. And on that land, the United States government has the ability to, to do whatever it wants to do. So when you start saying that you are a United States citizen, you are claiming that you want to operate under the rules and regulations of the United States government. Now, what exactly rules do they have? What, what are we talking about that we want to actually be responsible for, for making sure that we don't violate? And those things are called the, Unif the Uniform Commercial Code, the UCC Code, that is the code section that has all of the things. The IRS code is in there, the, you know, the speeding tickets and all of the other things, your driver's license, your car tags, all of those things have laws that have been passed by the District of Columbia, the federal government, and they have absolutely no bearing on any state citizen, which means as much as you might want to make fun of the sovereign citizen movement, when they do videos and they go out and have arguments with the police officers telling them that they do not have to have a driver's license and they do not have to have insurance, they are in fact correct. You do not have to have a driver's license or insurance or anything else in order for you to travel in the United States. And in fact, the constitution is quite clear in the fact that the government cannot prevent you from traveling anywhere you want to in the several states. So you have the ability to travel from one place to another, and there is absolutely nothing legally that the government can do to prevent you from doing that. Now, the, the, the problem comes in when you start talking about the federal government. And the problem is that we have all at birth been subjected to United States citizenship. And because we have been declared as United States citizenship and because we continue to declare ourselves United States citizens, we have put ourselves in a position of having to be responsible for all of these rules and regulations. That is why 
you're being taken advantage of. Now, one of the things that we have the ability to do is we do have the ability to declare ourselves sovereign again. And, and we do have the ability to sign documents that disallow the United States government from, and I, when I say that, I'm talking about the District of Columbia, we do have the ability, and we're going to get into some of this in some more podcasts, but we do have the ability to limit their ability to make us have to, have to follow their rules. Um, now, I want to be clear. I am not suggesting that we have the ability to go out and do whatever it is that we want to do in, in life. We can, we can run out and take advantage of people and speed and you know crash our car and do whatever it is we want to do and not have any responsibility. The, our responsibility is to a natural law, which is that you can't you can do whatever you want to do as long as you don't violate the rights of your neighbor. And so what it ends up causing you to do is to go through life thinking about your neighbor over yourself. And so as an example, if I'm driving down the road in the government that we're supposed to have, I am my own kingdom. I, am, I can do whatever it is that I want to do. I can speed if I want to speed. However, if I'm speeding and I crash into another person, I have just committed trespass against that person, which is an extremely serious charge to have to go to court over. And so I am naturally going to want to watch my P's and Q's to make sure that while I want to exercise what I want to do, I do not want to have my exercising of my rights in, uh, infringe on someone else's ability to do the same. And so our government, our system of government is supposed to be that we take care of our own lives, that we don't use any of the benefits that the federal government claims that they are giving us, although I would argue that almost all of them are not benefits at all. But we can't use those benefits and we have to be responsible for our own lives. And in doing so, you have to be paying attention constantly that you don't get into someone else's world that you don't go in and exercise your rights in the, in a way that causes harm to another human being. And so that is the responsibility of being a sovereign. Do you, you actually, all of us are born a sovereign. So when we're born and we have our certificate, our, our actual birth, our live birth uh, notice that actually lists when you were born and what you were doing, but the government then files a birth certificate that ends up taking your name, converting it into all uppercase, and, and that's what that thing actually becomes a corporation in and of itself, and it becomes a, a, a straw man, if you will, that is part of the federal government that they use to exercise all of their, their laws, and, and they're not laws. They're actually statutes and codes. They're not actually laws. And so that's how this whole thing gets started. Um, again, we're going to get into more of the 
uh, specifics about some of this stuff. I just wanted to kind of start off this series of podcasts with the fact that none of us are actually supposed to be United States citizens unless we're actually born and live in the District of Columbia. And so that's something that you really need to take to heart because it's the, it is the central theme to everything that is being done to you to take your rights and your, your ability to live freely um, and, and to make you a, a subject to the District of Columbia and the federal government.